0: The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business.
1: Welcome to episode number 23, where we are talking all about Facebook ads. I'm super stoked to be sharing this interview with y'all because this lady boss is legit. Okay? If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, awesome. Either way, we would absolutely love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, make sure to subscribe. Now, let's get ready to deep dive into Facebook ads. It's seriously going to be awesome, y'all. Hey, y'all, I'm super stoked to share this guest with you today. Tara is a rock star at all things marketing and all things Facebook ads. So her company is Sunbeam Communications, and I am really, really excited to dive deep um, because she's going to get to the good stuff. So Tara, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great. Thanks, Jordan. So excited to be here.
1: Good. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you. Let's start off by just shooting us you know a couple details about you and your business.
0: Absolutely. So my company is Sunbeam Communications and we actually have two branches of our company. So the first side of our company is full service marketing, um, specifically digital marketing for the spawn wellness world. and we handle everything from website, SEO, social media blogs, newsletters, all of the good stuff. On that side of the house and then we have this second side of the house which is where we're gonna you know I know we're gonna dive in together today and that's our Facebook advertising Um, well really advertising in general we do Facebook ads we some Pinterest advertising Instagram of course that goes with Facebook LinkedIn advertising as well as Google Ads Um, so that side of the house is um, our newest side. we launched that about a year and a half ago officially although we've been working on Facebook ads for a lot longer than that and um, that has just experienced tremendous growth and uh, with on that side of the house we work with a huge portfolio of clients so everyone from brick and mortar and e-commerce and um, brands that you would see in Whole Foods to obviously digital entrepreneurs, New York Times bestselling authors, kind of the full range of industries on that side.
1: Yeah, totally. You're you're killing it. So it's it's fun to watch. Um, So let's dive into the juicy stuff. Uh, We're going to be talking about how you organize the Facebook advertising side of um, kind of your two pronged agency. Um, And so really go ahead and just describe kind of essentially what this Facebook advertising side looked like before Mm -hmm. you implemented the system.
0: Yeah, no, it's perfect. I actually want to take um, take us on a little bit of a journey back before I even had the Facebook side, and describe you know the marketing side. I grew my company basically from being a solopreneur, freelancer, right? So I was um, actually I originally started in in uh, writing and in, in journalism, in editorial, and I eventually transitioned to advertorial, and then marketing, and then started taking on you know one-on-one clients doing their newsletters and their blogs and their, um, and their social media and eventually just added on more and more services as my clients needed other things, you know, as part of their digital experience. But I was really hands on, uh, for that side of the company, you know, in terms of the marketing, cause it, or, it originated from me. Right. And, um, so, you know, when it came to the day to day, like a lot of that kind of ran around, around me (laughs) kind of, you know, I I, uh, would draft things and someone would copy edit them. And then, um, you know, eventually I was just the the final eyes on things, but still a lot of stuff ran through me. And so I had a mentor that kind of challenged me to think about because we had some really great success with Facebook ads for one of our larger clients. Um, I had, I had uh, my mentor say to me, you know, I think you should try just doing Facebook ads as a one-off service. And I was really resistant and just said, no, 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 you know, we really only do pay-per-click advertising as part of the full package for our, you know, our, our clients where we handle their entire digital presence. And she really pushed me on it and actually sent me a few of her friends, um, who happened to, um, be really well-known entrepreneurs. So it was a really lucky start. And and that kind of that got us going and but when i started that side of the company i knew that it couldn't revolve around my touch as much as our marketing side Mm -hmm. and so i knew i needed to set that up completely from the get-go to be not autonomous for me certainly but so that i could really just check in make sure that everything was going well and then let my team really execute the day-to-day so i started that Um, or approached it totally different from my marketing where my marketing was me as the day-to-day and it's been you know a really slow process to kind of get me out of the day-to-day I actually started my ad side knowing I would be day-to-day for a very short period of time um, but that it couldn't stay there for longer than it took me to create the systems to keep it going and then Mm -hmm. I'd have to pop out and just be really big picture so the way, you know, I, I don't know if this is too basic, but really it came down to one central spreadsheet. (laughs) And I um, I do too. And I was actually looking to see if I could find the original spreadsheet. I have a Facebook director now. Um, Her name is Claire. She's amazing. And she has evolved that thing to be a true command center. You know, you Mm. pop in there, and you see every number of every client that's going on, um, you know, all of our billing and hours, and I mean, everything is there. Um, so my original version of that is, you know, far, <laughs> far more basic <laughs> yeah. than what it has become. But it was basically, you know, I kept a prospecting sheet there. Just I walked through the entire customer journey. And the first thing I actually did on that side of the house and this was you know a system I would recommend every entrepreneur lay out when they you know develop a new product or even a new company you know I walked through the entire customer journey what do we want this to Mm. look like at a basic level and then I translated all of that you know metric style into the spreadsheet so there was a prospecting tab there was a team tab there was a client tab you know which has now evolved into a calendar tab um, where we can see who has campaigns launching, what days their webinars are, so we can actually follow up on their webinars and say, hey, how did it go? Yeah. Um, you cool. know, what days their cards open and close? We have all of their details of their campaigns on one central sheet. And then we have, um, you know, I can walk through all the tabs that we currently have, but that was my biggest focus was okay, I, you know, I know within a few short weeks, I can't be in the mix. Mm -hmm. And so I designed it to be a much more autonomous experience than our original, you know, product, our original marketing side ever was. Gotcha.
1: So it's really more about the the customer journey that you really had to figure out to allow you to step away, because Mm -hmm. that just that, that encompasses a lot. Um, So yeah,
0: For me, that was huge because figuring out all of those various touch points and then making sure they were all accounted for in our spreadsheet, you know, your basic onboarding stuff with, you know, where you can just check off, you know, status, complete, 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 or in progress. Um, Mm. And then, and then translating that into, um, so the entire customer journey, and then also the entire team journey, you know, what does it look like for our team? to run a campaign start to finish and is all of that represented um, in the spreadsheet as well. And then of course we have a client facing spreadsheet which most of our clients are pretty crazy about and that was again just translating that whole customer journey now into a view that they could really utilize um, pretty well, pretty easily.
1: Good. So then kind of, we've covered this a little bit, but kind of what finally drove you to put a process in place? And I think a better way to ask that for you in particular is kind of what um, kind of, what inspiration, I guess, did you take to put... Because, I mean, customer journey is broad. It's like, okay, my customer is kind of going from A to Z-ish. Um, and so kind of how did you make sure that you um, brought in the right questions or, um, the right, you know, wherever it is that your customer is, I guess you, you probably took it from clients on your spa side,
0: but go ahead and kind of talk Mm to us about that. Yeah. It was a lot of those lessons learned from spa and saying, okay, I am in, you know, I'm in the mix so entirely, at least at that point, I really was. And if I want to launch this new product, you know, what's it going to look like for me to just check in, in one view, one dashboard, one spreadsheet, and just see the top line. Here's how much I need to bill out. Here's who's in need Mm -hmm. of communication. Um, here's where everyone's at in their onboarding process. And so really it was a lot of lessons learned stuff. I didn't have on the marketing side yet. (laughs) You know, I was just like, um, you know, what would my wish list have been? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if I had to relaunch the marketing side and then I literally, I think I even wrote that out and then translated it over to the advertising side. And I will say, um, you know, in terms of growth, that, like setting that system up in that way has been insane for our growth. You know, that side of the company and everyone thinks Facebook ads are really hot right now. They are, but they've been hot for years. You know, it's not like there's this sudden surge of, um, of, of this frenzy for Facebook, there's been a frenzy for years. It's been building, you know, don't get me wrong. They oh, recently, yeah. um, sold out of their inventory for the first time. And it just tells you, okay, it's more competitive. There's more advertisers than ever, there ever happened. Um, but it certainly, you know, there's been demand for Facebook ads for years. And so, um, you know, I think for me, it was just, realizing like this is what's going to kind of set us free to actually do the work and that that kind of command central or command center of having all of our clients in one spreadsheet having all of our team in one spreadsheet all their info their hours you know it that side of the company oh boy I should have come to you with actual like um you know specific numbers on how much we've um, grown, but I can tell you. Let's see. I mean, I can tell you it's been explosive growth for us on that side. And yeah. so, you know, we started off a year and a half ago it was just me. Um, I brought on my sister to kind of help me with reporting. Within a few weeks, we hired, who's now our Facebook director. We've got two other Facebook campaign managers on, you know, on the team, and we'll continue to add more just because this yeah. this framework allows us to scale a lot quicker than, you know, right. than if, we, if we didn't have it, we wouldn't be able to scale. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally. Totally. So kind of walk us through the steps then you took to create the organizational spreadsheet that is the command center of your Facebook yeah. ads side.
0: All kind of, perfect. I'll walk you through the steps I took and then I'll just kind of like Walk you through. I'll actually click through our tabs in our current spreadsheet just so you can kind of have a sense of what it contains. Totally. Um, especially if you're managing clients. You know, I know there's a lot of client or, uh, you know, customer management software, um, uh, you know, options out there. But for us, we are not to the point where we would need a sales force or something like that. We're also not to the point um, where. Well, also, we're very customized. So in a lot of ways, we've had to kind of create our own system. And eventually, I imagine we'll build this system into an internal database. I don't know that we'll ever find a software that fully meets all of our needs. If we did, that'd be great. But essentially, um, so like I said, when I, you know, introduced this new side of the house, I sat down, I said, okay, what is, you know, what do I wish I could have had in place for the marketing side? And, you know, by the way, we've used this process to catch up the marketing side to match yeah. the Facebook side. Awesome. Um, and, you know, that, you know, I would just, I would start again with that customer journey. It's like, okay, first things first is some sort of sales process. So there, you know, introduced a prospecting um, tab that kept me really organized. And then also that was the first time, <laughs> believe it or not, that we, um, you know, developed all of this into a really easy to use um uh, templated proposal. And so, you know, before I kind of like, our our other side of the house was so customized. And and these days it's much more templated, but I just, um, you know, I made like a beautiful sales deck and, and created a, you know, very strategic, very templated sales process. And boy, I go through sales, you know, a sales, you know, start to finish. Um, the whole sales process is so fast now because I sat down and I just outlined, okay, they need to get beautiful sales deck, I need to have all their information on our prospecting sheet. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do all of our proposals via Proposify and, um, you know, they sign the contract in Proposify as well. And then once they sign the contract, I log into Proposify and I initiate their 50% deposit right there from Proposify it initiates it on the spot. So that just sped things up super fast, yeah. So, you know, there's the sales process. Next is kind of the onboarding. And so we just went through okay, what does the onboarding process look like? Again, templated out every single email. (laughs) Um, And also then developed a really beautiful um, view for them, just so they can see their ads at all time, start to finish, you know, what's their cost per lead, how much have they spent, all of the details of it, what's their landing page conversion rate. Um, And I have to say that spreadsheet on their side, and in fact, we're releasing a 2.0 version uh, for the new year, it gets so much good feedback because people just love being able to see. Even though they could log into Facebook and they could see all of their, their data there, there's something about just like hitting a spreadsheet, seeing a dashboard and moving on with your day that just brings a lot of comfort and a lot of, um, I think, you know, they get their information and they move on and you know, okay, so how often do we need to update that? And actually right now we're working on an automatic, um, updating software that will integrate, but you know, before we had, well, still to this day, we have three times a week, we go in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we update their spreadsheets, so they can always see, okay, what's been happening in the last few hours or a couple of days.
1: Yeah, well, and I, and I just want to say that I think the reason that you get such good feedback about that is because you're so transparent. And I think a lot of times when you hire Facebook ads people or marketing people or all this stuff, it's just you end up seeing numbers or you just end up, you know, seeing how much you're spending and you have no idea, like, what's happening
0: all that along is the way.
1: True. So... We...
0: Yeah, that's such a good point, Jordan. I hear that. So Facebook ads teams, I'll be really honest with you. There's a million out there that are fantastic. And it really comes down to personal style and communication in terms of selecting a team that you love. You know, um, there's 50 great ways to do Facebook ads. The thing is Facebook's so complex. And there's so many right things you could do at any given time. So yeah. every team is going to approach a campaign with their own strategy. Um, you know, that's the thing I would say is when you're you're assessing out who you want to work with. It's do they have a strategy? And if they do, mm-hmm. and it's proven, um, you know, it doesn't really matter which strategy they're they're utilizing. You know, we right. are very right. heavy, as you know, into rigorous kind of A/B testing, and we. Um, but that's just what makes us feel confident about a campaign. If we've tested the heck out of it, and we know, okay, if we go out with this ad, we're not going to be leaving money on the table. Right. Um, well, Facebook, you're always leaving a little bit because there's always something else you could be doing. But you know, within 90% certainty, this is our most effective. This is our best performing ad. Um, we do it as much for we have our strategy that we have. As much for our own confidence when we're spending twenty-five thousand or fifty thousand or you know even one hundred and ninety thousand on a client's campaign, um, we want to be darn sure we're not leaving you know yeah. twenty-five cents a conversion on the table. Right, one hundred percent. That heads up. Yeah. So um, you know, so we we are so the the biggest thing is just to have you know whatever you do for any entrepreneur out there, whatever you you're product is, you're always going to be refining it, but product, service, you know, however you classify what you're offering, it's making sure there's a system to it. I know, Jordan, you love this stuff, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, if you're like, hey, I go in and I do, you know, social media campaigns, okay, what's your system to that? The more you can explain to clients that you have a system behind this, um, and again, there's a thousand different systems out there. But the more they can, like, wrap their minds around, okay, this is the formula that you use to get me results. And I tell you what, you know, once you systematize kind of your services, your offerings, your products, boy, your growth, it just it just yep. skyrockets, right? So, um,
1: totally. all
0: right, so then, you know, the onboarding, and we decided as a company, going back to the transparency, that it was really important to incorporate as much education as our clients could assimilate. You know, so many of them are busy. They don't really care to learn Facebook ads, but we'll try and make them learn as much as we can.
1: (laughs) Which is good.
0: (laughs) It it is, and it's helpful. You know, it's helpful if they can speak a little bit of the language that we're using, if they can, um, you know, tune into these numbers just a little bit more and realize, like, okay, your, you know, your cost per conversion is influenced by, um, you know, the cost per thousand impressions. And this is how this all works. It starts to open up this, um, you know, it's just like putting all the puzzle pieces in place. Suddenly they can see the big picture and it's like, okay, I see where I can pull levers. You know, they, they start to understand like, these are the levers we can pull. And I've got this great idea. Let's try this idea. And it's really fun when we get into that brainstorming space with a client, because they understand how it all fits together. Um, so, yeah, so prospecting, onboarding, and then, of course, execution. Oh, we have two tests. We have two phases, actually. We have a testing phase. All of that is accounted for in the client spreadsheet, as well as on our own timeline. We, Like I said, we have a, a calendar tab on our, you know, command central, and it's um, and, you know, walks through, okay, we're in testing phase with this client. That's where we're doing all that rigorous A-B testing. And then we move into what we call production phase, right? So we're scaling. You know, if a client gives us a budget of 5000 or $25,000, we are making sure that every dollar of that is spent responsibly and appropriately for their goals and objectives. So that's kind of the scaling phase. And again, that's represented in their spreadsheet, represented in our spreadsheet and then um, once we get past their um, kind of lead generation period or whatever their objective is, typically there's a retargeting period. So, you know, if they have a webinar, the cart has opened on the webinar, and now we go into a retargeting phase, um, you know, this sales cart phase, basically, we're really working on, um, you know, encouraging people who are on the fence to hop off the fence and, and come and join our clients' communities or, you know, otherwise engage, whatever that, again, whatever that objective is. Right. Um, and then we we fold into, you know, cart closes, and now we have, um, and that's that's for a webinar model. Of course, cart can remain open for e-commerce models. So we might be retargeting them with an uh, offer, you know, hey, we know you're interested. Come on over. We'll give you free shipping, sort of a scenario and then we fold right into kind of a reporting period right so we sit down we crunch all the numbers we look at their data um, we you know we make recommendations for the next round of their efforts whether it be with us or if they go out on their own um and give them all of our recommendations and then we we close the campaign so again all of that is represented both in our view and their view and the more you can give them On their view, whether it be, you know, whatever dashboard you're using for them, gosh, the more Mm -hmm. loyalty you build, the more um, answers that you, or questions you avoid, you know, before we had our spreadsheet for their side built out as much as you, as we did, we get questions all the time, (laughs) you know, hey, (laughs) when do we do retargeting for this? Hey, did you guys think about, you know, did you know when our sales cart closed, you know, and now that it's all there, all of their campaign information is there. It's like I don't even I we don't get very many questions at all except for, um, hey, I had this brainstorm in the shower last night and I want to try this creative, you know?
1: Yeah. Love that.
0: So yeah.
1: That is incredible. And one of the things that whenever we met, um and seeing the spreadsheet, I just was like, this is so dreamy. <laughs> like I couldn't even dream up a spreadsheet that looks like this. <laughs> so that's what I was like. Yeah, she She's my people. So,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, so I love that. And, um, let's just like do a quick little bonus here, since we are talking about ads, kind of how, yeah. um, how y'all organize your ads and, yes. you know, um, being helpful then for other people that are running maybe their own ads
0: absolutely i love sharing this i know um, you know sometimes i hear that we shouldn't share our strategy so openly but i honestly think again there's so many wonderful teams doing great work out there and most of our clients are hiring us because they already know how to run their ads it's just a huge inconvenience for them at that point you know they don't have time they'd rather be focused on sales pages or whatever else they want to focus on and so You know, we're, like I mentioned earlier, big proponents of A-B testing, really, really rigorous. And so I'm actually just looking at our spreadsheet now, and I'm just going to tell you exactly how, um, you know, how we do those tests. Mm -hmm. So we always test, and again, you you could organize this, you know, vertically, horizontally. I always recommend, even if you're just doing your own ads, that you kind of set up, a spreadsheet of some sort or I'll even say you know you could do word processing document and just put all of your creative in there mm-hmm. um, and the reason for that is you kind of want to just see it all together and see how it flows but also you want to be tracking that you know you can track it in Facebook um, in the Facebook dashboard of course but it doesn't give you one central view of everything you've ever tried every headline that you've ever gone out with, you know, Mm -hmm. and you, you think like, Oh, I can contain all in my head. It's totally fine. I promise you, once you get past a few dozen campaigns, which you should absolutely get past, if you're really, you know, working with your ads in the way you should be at some point, you're like, did I try that headline? Right. (laughs) And just to see it all. So here's how we outline it. We do, when we're starting off with a client, we're going to do three different copy versions of the ads. So I recommend doing a short copy, meaning a couple of sentences. Um, you know, something kind of snappy and, and really like tightly written. Uh, attention grabbing, you could even inject humor so long as it wasn't sarcastic or degrading in any way. Right. Um, and then a medium copy version. So this is like uh, you know up to a couple paragraphs, I would say of copy. And then you want to test out a very long copy version of your ads. So this is like literally up to a blog post in length. I mean, so as, yeah, as long as it takes you to kind of get the story out there. Right. Right. Um, and you can infuse that with testimonials, you know, you can do all kinds of great stuff with that longer copy, especially. And, you would think that after as many thousands and thousands of tests that we've run, we would know, like, oh, it's short copy that always converts. Well, it actually depends on the client. I mean, we have had we have one client in particular I'm thinking of, and she will go out with, I'm not joking, it is it could, like, be two pages of type. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it, is, no. it is, like, so gangbusters for her. Anytime she goes on, you know, goes out with shorter copy, it just does not do as well at all. Mm. So for her, it's just the long story and the you know the really beautiful writing works incredibly well for her. And you know, for other clients that could be very opposite <laughs> of what would convert. Um Absolutely. so you want to kind of lay out three different versions of your copy. The next thing that you want to test. And we isolate these tests, right? So you're going to test your copy using the same headline, using the same image, using the same call to action, everything. And so all you're really testing is those are those three versions of your copy. Now you're going to look at those copy versions, and I always say, um, you know, there's well, it really depends on what your overall budget is. You want to let it run to a few conversions. each you know you want to see at least seven conversions on each of those to really judge like okay which one is performing best and some would say if you're if you've got a larger budget you're going to want that run want to let that run to 25 30 conversions to see but if you've got a smaller budget you know let that run to a good 7 to 10 you know somewhere in their conversions see which one does best and now you're going to want to take that best copy and you're gonna wanna combine it with your headline tests. So again, everything else is the same, same image that you used from your copy test, everything else is the same. All you're doing now is you're you're changing out that that headline. Headline one, headline two, headline three, I would test three headlines. Hmm. And then, um, you know, again, let those ads run, pluck out the headline that performs best for you, and now test your images. Um, and if you have images and a video, all the better. Sometimes video does great, sometimes it totally flops. So you're gonna test out, you know, three to five images. Uh, video, if you have it, throw it in the mix, uh, you know, that's great. And you're gonna see which of those performs best. Now you've got a really great ad. You know, you could test your call to action button. I'll give everyone a sneak peek that the no button is actually the best one <laughs> in like 98% of cases. So people do like learn more, sign up. That actually does have a big um, impact on your ads and it's usually a negative impact. So Nova and typically is the best um, performance, um, surprisingly. Yeah, really. And then you're gonna take that ad. You've got a really great ad now. Um, you know, if you were a client with ours of ours, we'd probably do a little bit more testing, would really make sure we've got all those components locked in. But if you do those right there, you're gonna be you know, leaps and bounds far ahead of your competitors and definitely, you know, far ahead of what would have just happened if you were throwing spaghetti at the wall thinking, my audience will resonate with this. (laughs) Yeah, that really happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then you can take that ad and you can start doing audience testing, you know, so lookalikes of your email list, um, website custom audiences, uh, specifically using you know, your traffic or lookalikes of your traffic from the last 30 or 180 days um, from your website. Uh, you can just, you can start playing with other, you know, competitors, people who like your competitors or people who like complimentary, um, you know, uh, businesses on Facebook. You can do behavior, um, you know, so people with premium credit cards, for example, or people who, uh, who are admins on Facebook pages, so if you're looking for people who are business owners or um, handling the social media, you want to target admins on Facebook, that's a really great way to go about that. Mm. So, yeah, so that's just kind of how we do our testing. Again, lay this out in whatever view makes sense. Everyone has a different way they like to process information. It can be a word processing document, but you want to capture all of those tests and you want to capture the results. You know, what was your cost per lead? What was your click-through rate on the link? So CTR link is what Facebook calls that. You want above 1% if you can get it. But you can start to use those two metrics to judge how your ads are doing. Is that too complicated?
1: No, that was good. That was (laughs) so good. Just speaking so much truth. Um, (laughs) So these are um, both, well, I mean, all my questions are my favorite. Let's be real. I wrote them. Um, but, uh, these are uh, my audience's favorite questions. Um, so what was your best financial investment in business?
0: Oh, every mastermind I've ever done for sure. Hands down. Um, you know, my first mastermind was a significant investment and, uh, with travel, I think it was 25,000 for the year. Mm. And, um, I mean, actually, I had done smaller kind of local masterminds before that were in the few hundred dollar ranges. Those were great, too. But my real like year long, you know, real kind of uh, not real, but my like most intense mastermind, you know, started at that range. I would say, you know, the more you can get mentored, the more you can shortcut this stuff, the better. So masterminds, mentors, those have been some of my best investments and also, you know, investing in team um, yeah. I'm not afraid to uh, invest in, in team and that's been, that's been a great boon to our growth for sure
1: Yeah, I totally agree on both those fronts um, yeah. and then what was your worst financial investment in business
0: you know I thought I, thought, I knew these questions were coming um, from <laughs> the beginning of the podcast and I thought long and hard about this and so while I just said you know team I've also made the the um, well. I'll i put it this way: too much admin on your team can really kill your profit margins, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're building, though, when you're in the process of building, which we have been, there's you just kind of have to do it. You know, it's like systems have to be built, SOPs, you know, standard operating procedures have to be written up. That stuff just kind of has to be done. You have to. If you can't do it all yourself, you're going to have to leverage some team members. And that admin cost, you really just, you know, for our industry, marketing agency, you want to keep that, you know, below 20%, even 15% would be ideal. And we've had months where that's been in the 40% range, and that kills you. <laughs> so, well, I'll say, you know, it was not an uh, unneeded investment or wrong Um, you know, the wrong priority, it was just perhaps wrongly or incorrectly allocated, you know, it would have been better to spread that out over a few months rather than pressing, like, we've got to get this done right now. Um, It's like maybe prioritizing what has to get done in order to keep those margins a little more in check. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's, that's definitely good. Because people always think, oh, the more people, the better, you know, (laughs) run my business will be. And that is so not the case. Um, Yeah. So I think that's that's good for you to discuss. So then um, the, the wrap-up is where can people find you online? Website, Facebook, obviously,
0: Instagram, wherever you want to plug. Yeah, thank you. What yes. a um, generous question. So uh, Sunbeam Communications is our, and that's sunbeam, S-U-N-B-E-A-M, uh, communications.com is probably the easiest place to find us. Of course, you can look me up, Tara Zerker, on Facebook. I'm also the same handle on Instagram. That's Z-I-R-K-E-R. I'm sure Jordan will link that in the show notes too. But yeah, usually people connect with us through, um, they'll, you know, add me on Facebook and we'll message there or um, our website's, you know, where most people probably connect with us.
1: Yeah, no, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for being uh, on the podcast. And, and I really think people are going to find a ton of value from this uh, episode.
0: Okay. Thanks, Jordan. Such a pleasure. Thanks for listening to System
1: Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.